Hey folks, my name is Hanifa Walida, and this just may be your favorite new podcast called Hack Your Craft, and today we're going to do just that. I am here for creative people with smart ideas, but may not know what to do with them when it comes to social media. Hey, beautiful people, this is Hanifa, and this is episode five of Hack Your Craft. Um, I'm here again this Monday. I'm sorry coming to you a little uh, late. I've been working really hard and I strained my eyes so it was really um, difficult for me to actually look at the screen for a little bit um, these past a couple of days. So I did myself and my body a favor um, and took a little bit of a break. <laughs> um, but I'm back and um, I am really excited about what um, I have to bring to you um, today. Um, for the past week, I have been doing these impromptu coaching sessions um, with a couple of you uh, from my list um, for a couple of reasons. Um, reason um, number one, uh, I wanted to hear and uh, hear firsthand, you know, what you guys are up to and of what service I can be to you on a, in a, within context, so a specific context of what uh, um, some of you guys are doing out there, which are incredible and amazing things, of course, but no surprise there. Um, two, I am slowly but uh, surely uh, trying to create um, a system of instruction, a system in which I can coach people to get from point A to point B. And in order to do that, I need to practice in a somewhat systematic way. Um, I'm in research mode. I mean, before this, I've always um, kind of coached people informally, but I think uh, in order to take that to the next level, I need to create systems. So that's where you guys um, come in. And so in talking with uh, some of you over the past week, I just want to thank you for giving me your time, and I hope in return I've given you something a little back. So I want to I want to take from some of these conversations that I've um, been having, and maybe focus in on these initial steps um, that um, artists take creating um, a world for themselves online. Um, and I, I spoke to some of this uh, in some of my earlier posts, but I, I want to pontificate on it a little bit uh, more and really focus on a little bit of the psychology around why and how we approach social media. As artists, uh, we often um, we have an idea of what our creative process is, and we have a relationship with our creative process. One, we're given this gift, whether that is to sing and to perform or to um, uh, some sort of visual art or whatever that gift is, and when we think of an idea, which is often, we dive into it. Or when ideas fall on our lap, we dive into it because we are able to do that because we have the skill set uh, to do that. Um, we create this kind of instantaneous uh, momentum um, in the creative process. We dive right into that creative process um, of bringing something, something into fruition. What I, want, what I would like to address is um, how to include social media within that mission of bringing something into fruition. 
What I mean by that is when we think about the creative process, it is usually focused around some sort of tangible object or some sort of um, uh, creation that people can either see or feel or have some sort of physical contact with or some sort of emotional response from um, or they can learn something from it or all of the above. But we're creating this thing that wasn't there before and then we, this thing, if we can imagine, is in the palm of our hands and then after it is created, we put it out into the world and we're excited, just as excited as we were in creating it, all the momentum that we created within ourselves and just that creative process, we put it out into the world and we hear crickets. And the weight of the beauty that it took to create it becomes very heavy all of a sudden, and it, it can just crush us. And it can not only defeat us in that moment, it can um, defeat us over time, where we start to question our art, we start to question what we're doing, especially when we think about um, whether something is bringing uh, 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 money in. <laughs> You know, what is paying the rent and, you know, we have our side hustles and everything. But, you know, over time, that cricket syndrome, that uh, the syndrome of uh, we are brilliant, we create something brilliant and everyone should react to it in the same manner and at the same level in which we created it. And when that does not um, happen, um, we slowly question what we're doing or at least how we're doing it. So this is what I feel, um, this is where I feel social media um, can come in. And that is when it comes to community, creating community. Now, some of us are very versed in creating and cultivating community um, offline, which is just as important. But I really would like to emphasize the importance of creating community online and how that is a part of the creative process, how that is in part, what you are creating, because what are we doing this for? Or rather, who are we doing this for? Yes, we're doing it for ourselves, if we were to be honest, because it just feels good. You know, are we doing it just for our family? At the end of the day, are we going to perform in our living rooms for grandma and grandpa? You know, what is the end goal? The end goal is so that as many people as possible can hear, can uh, see, can experience this beautiful creation. So if that is the end goal, we also have to acknowledge that where are the people at, where they're at is online. In 2015, people are online, not just as a side thing, it is an integral part of their lives, not just their social lives, but their functional lives. And, you know, we can debate about the validity of that. We can debate about whether that is good or bad for society as a whole, but these debates have been going on for quite some time, the debate around new technology, the debate around technology in our lives. So if we acknowledge that where the people are at are Facebook, um, our Twitter, and Instagram, if this, uh, these mediums are the way in which people not um, only uh, share their lives, but also feel empowered. They are empowered because they now have access to the experiences that they normally would not have access to before there was social media. 
And I think sometimes as artists, we take this for granted because we have access to that creative process. We have we are able to tap into that quite easily, if not within ourselves and our comrades. And what we need to ask ourselves as artists, as creatives, is what are we giving people access to that will enrich, that will strengthen, that will empower, that will beautify, that will better people's lives. And when we understand that, then we can highlight, then we can define what our community is. Then we have created our machine, if you will, that whatever you put into it, what comes out on the other side is magnified. So we need to get up in that and create our community online. If you have a community of folks who are following you, who are looking to you for some sort of value, whether that value is embedded in this thing that you have created, but even more so, it is embedded on who you are. Okay, what kind of artist you are? What are the things? What is that thread, that common thread in all that you create? What is that voice? What is that message that you're putting out there on some sort of consistent basis because you find it in all everything that you create? So that is what people are following. They're not just following you because, you know, you have some a couple of cool albums or, you know, you've uh, you know, you're a cool poet or whatever your art is. They're not just following you for that thing that you create. They're following you because of what is embedded inside of it. What is that value? What is it what is that emotional response that they get from your work? And that, the source of that is you. So, your relationship with social media is really your relationship with your art. It really is your relationship with your creative process. This is the value that you're giving. This is the exercise and the practice that I hope that you come to acknowledge is the gold nugget in everything that you do and everything that you create. And then when you are ready to release that album, when you are ready to release that next brilliant project, they are already there front and center. They are already salivating at the mouth, waiting for you to come out with something. You already have their attention. You don't have to grab their attention. You don't have to beg for their attention. They are there right with you. And they also see themselves as a part of what you are creating. That is something really important to understand. They appreciate and value that thing that creates those moments for you as an artist. And so they want to see what the end result is going to be. I'm going to explain this by giving you an example. I'm going to uh, talk about one of the coaching sessions that I had. Um, some of you may know this brilliant artist. Her name is Tony Blackman. Um, she is, in her own words, a cipher specialist. Tony has been conducting um, ciphers uh, in her home, outside of her home, in the world where, and if you don't know what a cipher is, I really shouldn't have to break this down if I know who I'm talking to, but if you don't know what a cipher is, basically people coming together, um, getting in a circle, and they are freestyling. They're not taking the rhymes out their pocket that they wrote last week. They are freestyling, and that emotional journey in which one uh, uh, thinks of and articulates um, a thought and creates a picture and presents a story on the fly, all right, is not only a gift, um, it is a spiritual practice, according to Tony. 
And she has over time and over years, rather, been able to hone this practice um, and been able to teach others. And where she is now with it is directing that the practice of freestyling, the practice of being in a circle and doing this um, for the purpose of emotional wellness which is a new concept and is a brilliant concept. And she is the woman to do it because she has the background um, and the experience to get it done. Um, and she's coming out with uh, something called um, uh, uh, meditation cipher, uh, the meditation cipher mixtape. I may, may be saying that a little bit wrong. My apologies, uh, Tony. But essentially it's a mixtape that is a meditation um, that is a cipher, that is a freestyle. And there's a lot that goes into it. I won't go into detail because that's her thing. But her fear was the crickets, that she would put all this energy into to this uh, amazing project. Um, and like she's witnessed with some of her, her comrades who would put out masterpieces, brilliant work, um, they would put the work out and then think about promoting it. And then because they don't have that community, because they haven't already stirred up the momentum needed to uh to be given to a project when you release it, they are defeated within a couple of weeks and they, their promotion slacks off. And as she put it, they throw their project to the forest to be lost forevermore. All right. So this is one of her fears. But at the same time, we talked about what she was doing now in creating community. And this is where a lot of us, we're already doing this work, but we don't acknowledge that this is also something that we could be giving online, even though it's happening in the real world. So on a weekly basis, Tony holds ciphers. She holds these spiritual ciphers, these, these ciphers for wellness with young people. Some she holds in her home, uh, which is primarily with women, and others she holds in, in uh, community centers. I'm like, well, Tony... You already do it. You, that's half the battle. You've already, you are creating new art with community <laughs> every week. And that will give you even more community for those who can't, excuse me, can attract even more community for those who can't make it to those ciphers, who those who don't live in Brooklyn, for those who don't live in New York, for those who don't live in the country. So what I suggested for Tony to do was to do Periscope sessions. Now, what Periscope is, it's a new platform that is owned by Twitter, and basically it allows you to quickly and easily broadcast, video broadcast um, yourself to your Twitter following or to whoever is following you directly on Periscope. There's already an inset community on Periscope, and of course, there's already an inset community on Twitter. All right. So essentially, once you periscope, it sends out a tweet to announce that, hey, you are live right now. And whatever your camera is viewing, whatever your camera is facing, that is what people are seeing. So I simply suggested to Tony to set up a camera in the room. When I say camera, I mean your phone <laughs> or your iPad. All right. Set it up in a room with a tripod or have a, a friend or assistant um, hold it, which might be better because they can get like the cool angles. But simply put, put your phone on a little tripod or on a desk somewhere, have it facing your cipher, and then do your thing. You don't need to do much more than that. Maybe you could um, address the crowd before you begin your, when I say the crowd, the Periscope uh, community, um, before you begin your, your cipher and tell them what's going on, give them an overview of what's going on, you know. But beyond that, 
You just go and do your thing. You do your art. You do what you were born to do. But what you're doing is giving people a peek into what that world is. And those people are going to be hip-hop heads. Those people are going to be old, young, or what have you. Those are people who are going to be interested in different ways of looking at wellness. You know, you can really open it up to a community that you didn't even imagine or couldn't imagine would be interested in your art. Because Periscope, this particular platform, will give you that instant uh, 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 information or data <laughs> that you need um, to understand what you're doing, um, what you're doing that's good, what you're doing that maybe can be improved upon. People give you hearts uh, when they like what they see. They uh, can chat. They can ask questions. And it's all happening live. Now, whether you choose to address them in the Periscope, that's your decision. You set up the format of your Periscope show, all right? But it is a platform that you can easily engage with people while you're doing your thing, while you are doing your thing. I even suggested beyond that, after the, 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 the cipher was done, if some of her, her, her students um, will be open to talking to the people on um, Periscope or even getting affirmation from some of the people. Maybe there's a particular MC they really, really love. They're like, whoa, 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 hearts. We're going to give you bad hearts. You're dope, blah, 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 blah. She can have, you know, afterthoughts when the, when the ciphers are done, you know, what they meant to kind of uh, underline certain themes or what have you. So you can do a lot with this. And it's no sort of her back because once she presses stop record, that's that. Periscope automatically does a replay. People can watch it for up to 24 hours. So there's something really fleeting and special about it. Or if she chooses, she can download that video to her phone to be put up on YouTube later. So now she can start collecting all of these ciphers. This can be a presence on YouTube. So now you're on Twitter. Now you're on Periscope on YouTube with just one act for just one moment in time while you were doing your thing you were able to create original content easily and for people who you might have not ever have reached otherwise and that is my friends is the beauty of incorporating social media into your creative process to begin creating that community early on in the beginning all right it is not an afterthought it is not an add-on okay so I mean that's pretty much what I want to when I want to want to give to you guys uh, today because I was truly inspired um, by uh, speaking to Tony and and other folks uh, this week um, and really instilling this idea of including social media into your creative process for the for the purpose um, of supporting your project when it's done. All right. Um, if you have questions about anything that I've said, of course, you know where to find me on the Facebook group. Um, I am still adjusting to my new schedule with Gold Thread Herbs. Um, and so I'm going to start to be posting a lot more often on the Facebook group. Um, and I encourage you to also do that. You also can find me on Twitter and, and Instagram uh, under Hack Your Craft. And uh, we are building this together. Um, I am so uh, honored to know all of you. Um, and to hopefully give you um, a little bits of gold nuggets that can help those brilliant projects come, not just to fruition, um, but attract the community that they deserve. All right? Blessings to you all, and to you all a good night.